In this episode, I'm talking about Ephesians chapter 6, part 1, which is verses 1 through 9, where we hear a little bit about the first commandment with a promise about children, and also are going to be encouraged about how do you get lifted up? How do you deal with bosses and bosses dealing? How do you deal with people that work for you and stuff like that, according to God? Howdy, welcome to God's Adopted. I'm here to help encourage you to grow in faith through stories, teaching, and practical examples so you can experience more of God in and through your life. When we get born again, He adopts us. This podcast is here to encourage us all to grow in becoming the children of God He's adopted us to become. Join me and learn to do like Peter did. Let's get out of the boat and step on the water with Jesus. Welcome to this episode of God's Adopted, the last chapter of Ephesians. We're almost done. One more episode after this. I'm breaking chapter six into two parts. So this is part one, where I'm going to be looking at verses one through nine and sharing what God puts on my heart in regards to that. And I hope that God can use his truth in our lives and bless us to encourage us to go his way instead of any other way. So let me open with prayer. Father, I thank you so much for my brothers and sisters who hear this episode of God's Adopted Podcast. And I pray, Father, that you would guide our thoughts and our minds and our hearts by your Holy Spirit. And I pray that you would encourage us in some special way through this time that we have together and in and, and looking into your word. And we thank you so much for your word, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. So here we are chapter 6 of Ephesians, and it gets right into, so in at the end of chapter 5, we were talking about husbands and wives, and here we are in 6, starting right out in verse 1, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise that it may be well with you, and that you may live long in the land. And fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but nurture them in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Wow. So the fifth commandment says, honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. In Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. And here we are with Paul repeating that to the children, saying, hey, obey your parents and the Lord. Interesting. Obey your parents in the Lord. Other words, for the children, right? For the husband and wife, he was talking about be imitators of God, right? Follow Christ. Act like a child of God, someone who's been adopted, but who's growing. And the more they understand who their their father is in heaven, the more that they emulate that in their life. And, And also learning to love each other with what kind of love, with whose demonstration of love, Jesus's love, the way that Jesus loved, we're supposed to love. And here he is encouraging children how to deal with their parents. All of us children, I think a lot of us children, okay, I can say a lot of us children, a lot of children have struggles with their parents. And we can have a difficult time learning to honor our father and our mother. And what about any of us who don't even know who our parents are? or who may not know one of our parents, or maybe you you come from a relationship where there's divorce. Well, 
that describes a lot of relationships, doesn't it? And so you could be closer to one parent than the other. So what does it look like to honor your father and mother? And this is important because we're talking about a commandment from God that has a promise. If you want things to go well with you and live long in the land, then maybe it would be worthwhile to learn to honor your father and mother. And sometimes that can be really, really hard, especially if you come from a background where one or both of your parents Maybe they did horrendous things, uh, maybe in your life or maybe in other people's lives. And maybe they themselves were not honorable. But this isn't talking about, it's not asking what were your parents like. This is saying, this is God looking at us saying, honor your father and mother. Look at them and consider them in a way from the point of view of God. From God's point of view, there were many, many years ago, I was actually sitting in a coffee shop and this person came up to me and they started talking to me about myself and my parents. And it was very curious. It was like God sent this person to encourage me, to bless me in a way that I just, like God knew I needed something and what it was it was a way to look at my own father. And I love my father as best as I understand how to do that. And, and I believe in my heart that he does, he loves me too. And I believe that. And he's shown me in different ways that I've seen glimpses of, of the love that he has. And, and I, so I really, in my heart of hearts, I believe that that's true. Well, in this point of time of my life, I felt completely rejected from my father. And I felt like I wasn't even worth the time of day, like it just didn't even matter. And, and I really had a wrestle. I had a hard time with that. And it was like God sent this stranger into a coffee shop. And he challenged me about my relationship, even with my father. And I shared with him and he shared with me and, and basically how I had there was an occasion that happened in my own life where, where I ended up feeling really rejected by, by my own father. And this, this man, an older man, he, he was like, I want you to consider something. No matter what, no matter what happened or didn't happen with your father or your parent, I want you to consider something. God, who is God of the universe, creator of all things. He knows all things. He creates every one of us. The Bible says that, that it's the Lord. He knits us together in our mother's womb. Our mother does not make us. God makes us in our mother's womb. I don't mean any negative towards any fathers or mothers. And I'm a father. And I have a father and a mother. And I'm sure you do. <laughs> and I don't mean any ill will or anything negative, but regardless of them, as far as what they do or do not do, what they say or do not say, Almighty God, creator of all things and creator of each one of us, he, he chose to create us. And part of the way that he did that was by using 
in a positive sense, in an outrageously positive sense, our mother and our father. Because it's only by our mother and our father with their own histories. If you want to think genetics, think that way. But it's so much beyond that. God deals with generations and he deals with us individually. It's amazing. And so with God's point of view, he sees everything. He chose, and this old man was sharing with me, he said, God chose to have your mother and father come together. And part of their joining together included God choosing to create you. And part of what God was doing was using the building blocks from your mother and your father, good building blocks. No matter what your mother and father do or don't do or say or don't say, that has nothing to do with this. This is Almighty God making a choice to build you, to create you. And he does that through your mother and her father. He uses something about the father and something about the mother, way more than just one thing, and, and blends them together and creates you. And there's only one of you in all of history and all of time. And something about you is made in the image of God. There's something about God that can only be found if we see you, if, if we know you and who you are. And part of who you are and what, what combines and comes together of who you are comes from your mother and your father. If nothing else, I want to encourage each of us to be able to, to consider if we need to forgive our mother and father for anything, like if I said, honor your mother and father, and you said, but I can't because they did this or said this or hear me out for a moment. If you need to go back in the episodes of God's Adopted, find there's three episodes I did on forgiveness, and I tried to be thorough. Go through those three episodes. The third one, actually, I lead you in prayer so that you can be forgiven and receive forgiveness, but also give forgiveness with understanding. If you can't forgive somebody, especially your mother and father, and especially yourself, there's a reason. And ultimately, that reason I'm going to challenge you is because you don't completely understand forgiveness, not fully. Because once you understand it fully, in order to to be able to grow and be healed and, and, and have more of what God wants for you and to let God be your God, then you have to forgive. Jesus said that if we want to receive forgiveness, we must forgive. If we forgive others, our Father in heaven will forgive us. But if we do not, then our Father in heaven will not. And so, all right, coming back, honor your father and mother. So if you need to deal with forgiveness for your mother and father, do that. Forgive them. And then after you deal with that, right, then come to God and say, okay, God, I want to thank you for the good things about my mother and father, even if I don't know what they are, by the way. For the good things about my mother and father that you had come together. Thank you for my father and whatever was good, whatever about him that you chose to create and build inside of me, that you needed him to be a part of that. And my mother, the same. There were things about her that needed to be part of me. And that's how they came into being part of me is through my mother. And I want to thank you for them. And I put them into your hands. 
Now, even if my mother and father were fantastic, everything I've said just now still applies, doesn't it? And when this older man challenged me in this way, I found myself recognizing, wow, there were a lot of things, there are a lot of things I've always been proud of about my father, but I was holding back because of this rejection that I had felt. It was so deep. And by being able to release all of that, there was another part, there was another layer of, of, of hurt, of brokenness inside of me that I was able to let be exposed to God and that God was able to begin to bring more healing, another layer of healing into my own life because I was able to start trying to do this and I was able to start actually doing it also. And so I know I focused a lot just now on honoring your father and mother, but there's so much to that. Why else would he say this is the first commandment, an actual one of the 10 commandments? And it has a promise that it may be well with you and that you may live long in the land. Now, the number of days that we live, that's up to God. Ultimately, it is, right? And that it may be well with you, what that means, up to God. And to completely put it into God's hands, this is what we do. We learn and understand and grow in honoring our, our father and our mother. And then we, we say, okay, God, you're our God. You're my God. I'm going to go your way. Okay. And then continuing on now, right? <laughs> and I know there's a lot in, in that first part, but continuing on. And fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but nurture them in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. I want to encourage you. I hope that you, you as you learn what God teaches you, that you try and help your children to learn and understand those things also. We do the best that we can as parents. And as we get older and looking back, I can tell you that I haven't met a parent yet where, where they did everything as good as they would hope to, right? Or, or maybe like you look back and you're like, okay, I did the best I could with the understanding that I had at the time. I think that's true. And I think that's the best that we can do. And, and I believe that God knows that. He, he knows it way beyond us and above us. Okay, so I just want to encourage you. If you're looking at yourself as a parent, and maybe you did provoke, instead of do not provoke your children to anger, what if you did provoke your children to anger and you did not nurture them? Or maybe you did all of that, but they didn't go God's way. Like they're not following after the Lord. They don't seem to really know God or to even have a desire to know God or something else is just blocking them from knowing God somehow. I wanna encourage you, pray for your children, right? How could you do that? You know what? This is how I would do it. I wanna encourage you to do this. Say, Father God, how do you want me to pray for? Fill in the blank. And as, as the Lord leads me in how to pray for each of my children, that's how I pray for them. A lot of times I pray for divine appointments. Like I pray that God would somehow touch them in their life where they are through somebody that I don't know or anything, but that God knows. And, and so that God can kind of let them know that he's there or he's close or that they can hear his voice so that they might come one day to really know him as, as a good father 
who is in heaven. Whereas I'm just, I've just been the best father I could be. But God, the father in heaven, he is perfect. He is a good father. And so I want to encourage you with that. Now I'm going to continue. I'm going to read the last uh, verses from verse five to nine and share on that. It kind of changes subjects a little bit. Servants, be obedient to those who, according to the flesh, are your masters with fear and trembling in singleness of your heart as to Christ, not in the way of service only when eyes are on you as people pleasers, but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to people, knowing that whatever good thing each one does, he will receive the same again from the Lord, whether he is bound or free. You masters, do the same things to them and give up threatening, knowing that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no partiality with him. So here we have people who work for other people. Now, literally, of course, he was talking about slaves and servants, and there were bond servants also. So if if you were if your master treated you well and you chose to, and they were okay with it, you could actually choose to be a bondservant. In other words, you could choose to continue or just to become a servant altogether. Maybe this master didn't have slaves. Maybe they just, but they had servants. And there was a benefit to being a servant of a good master, obviously. I'm not going to try and go into any of that. But ultimately, how do we apply this to our own lives? Literally speaking, the Apostle Paul here is saying, look, you have masters, and I want to encourage you that ultimately do what's right. Follow Christ in whatever your part of life is right now. It makes me think about like when John the Baptist is baptizing people and different people from different lines of work of life were asking him, like, what should I do? And what about me? And you had people that were religious people, uh, even religious leader, leaders saying, should I be baptized? And what do I do? And you, you even had soldiers that were like, what about us? And he wasn't like, well, stop being a soldier. He was basically like, well, go with God. And even I was a soldier. I was a parachute infantryman in the 82nd Airborne Division myself. And I was in the first Gulf War, and that's actually in Saudi Arabia. That's where I got born again myself. And when I got born again, and as I read through the scriptures, I didn't see anything that said, oh, I couldn't be a soldier. If anything, what I read encouraged me to be as good of a soldier as I could be in doing what was right. And here we're talking about, okay, you serve somebody do it, do the work that you do as if unto the Lord. Let me say it that way. If you read through Proverbs, you're going to find Proverbs that basically say, commit what you do to the Lord. And basically, how do you act and, and live life? Well, you do it as if God sees you as, you, as if you recognize that God is watching you. And so as somebody who works for someone else, you go ahead and treat them the way that God wants you to treat them. And do the work that you do, whatever it is, the way you believe God wants you to do that work. 
And that blessing will come to you from God, from the Lord. And then also people that are in charge of other people, right? You masters, God's, God is encouraging them through the apostle Paul here. Look, you have been, you're, you have a Lord who is in heaven, just like the people working for you. And it's the same Lord, by the way. And he's not partial. In other words, he's not going to treat you different than the people that are working for you. And this is an encouragement for all of us, because if all of us, if we're working for somebody, even if they're not treating us right, ultimately, we, we work as if unto the Lord and, and pray to the Lord about anything that's going on and everything. And the ones who have people working for you, well, he's saying, look, God's not partial, right? So you work as unto the Lord too. And by the way, treat people that are working for you the way that God wants you to treat them. Isn't that interesting? He actually says, and give up threatening. Other words, this was the way that the world does it. And this is how the world tries to keep people doing what's right or whatever. But I want you to do it God's way and the way that the Lord shows you. And so I want to encourage us all. There's actually a book, I tell you, especially if you're in ministry, there's a book I want to share you with you about. But there's another verse that comes to mind in Luke 14, 11. Jesus says, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. That always comes to mind when I think about working, doing whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing as if unto the Lord. Other words, because he wants me to do it. So that's what I'm going to do. Before I close, I want to mention a book, especially if you're in ministry or if you do stuff with church and stuff like that, and you want God to raise you up and to do things with you, and you want to just do whatever God wants you to do and everything. There's a book I want to encourage you to read if you've never heard of it. Um, it's, it's a Christian fiction but there's a lot of good truth, uh, a lot of good truthful nuggets in this book. And I, that's why I want to recommend it to you. There was a pastor I knew a long time ago. He used to, it was a requirement. If you wanted to do anything at that church, you had to read this book before you could serve in that church. And uh, I, I love it. it. It's called A Tale of Three Kings, A Study in Brokenness. And the author's name is Gene Edwards. And I'll, I'll put a note of that in the description for this episode. And I'm going to close in prayer. There's there's been a lot in this episode really about parents and about work. And so Father God, I just thank you so much for my brothers and sisters and families represented and 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 hearts represented. Father, we want what you want for us and and I want blessings, Father God, for myself and for my brothers and sisters listening. And I pray, Father God, we lift up ourselves as children and, and we pray about honoring our father and our mother and what that looks like and how we can pray about that. And Father God, we want things to be well with us and we want to live long in the land as you want us to. We want you to be Lord over our lives. And I, and I Father God, I just say that 
I want you to be the Lord of my life and the number of the days of my life, whatever that is, I put that in your hands and I trust you, Father God. And I pray for encouragement for my brothers and sisters listening to, to trust you and to trust you more. And Father, I pray that by your spirit, if there's something you want them to pray about, I pray that you would help that come to their minds and that you'd give them the words to pray. And I pray that you would encourage each of us and, and we just praise you and thank you, Father, for your truth and your word. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, amen. I love seeing how our real living God is working in and through our real living lives in this real world. Please subscribe to this podcast and keep listening. If you've been blessed or encouraged in some way and want to leave a review, please do that by writing your review on iTunes. If you haven't already, please drop in and say howdy in our Facebook group when you can. See you next time on The Water with Jesus.